Getting my kid to clean is a lot harder than cleaning, Tyler. For sure. For sure. I would say that your first mistake was having a kid. Okay. There's there's step number one. It was a very small mistake. Yeah, yeah. Captain Hindsight is here to guide you in the right direction. It was like 30 seconds of a mistake, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Sexually. I go very quickly. Yes, yes, we got it. If you could please give me some acknowledgement. This is very hard. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. So basically, and, and, and here's my problem. I don't know if he's fucking running game on me. I don't know if he... It's the same thing we used to do when we were kids, man. I don't remember back that long. Oh. I can't see pictures of my head, Tyler. Oh, boy. But but I, I think that he's on purpose kind of doing this shit to me where he knows that he's got me by the... Huh? And there's nothing that I could do about it. How does he have you by the... Huh? Because it's like, hey, go fold that shirt up and put it in that drawer. And then I go in the drawer and it looks like... What's the name of that thing that you use in the kitchen where you put it into a like a cake mix and it just spins the the two the two uh the two things spin up the cake the cake batter like a blender? It's like a be- it's like a blender but much more dangerous. Okay. It's a it's a it's a it's like a tongue guillotine Tyler. It's 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 I think he puts his, his hands into the drawer and just messes everything up as much as possible. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And what does he say when you ask him about it? He's like, I did it. He's like, I, did, I, I, I folded it up. Yeah, he has the Menendez attention to, de- to detail, <laughs> I see. Metention. Metention. Uh, but in, it reminds me a lot of when he was younger and not much younger, maybe a year or two ago. And he's like, hey, dad, you know what I want from Santa Claus for Christmas? And I'm looking at him and I think he's like 11 years old at mm-hmm. this point. And I'm like, this motherfucker knows there's no Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, you tell Santa Claus that this is what I want. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's running game on me right now. He actually did something to me like that yesterday, and I wasn't going to bring it up. But since we're on the show <laughs> and talking about him. Before I, you say anything, he's a devious manipulator. I'm, I'm more than happy to. Please to, do. To, to, all right. Yeah. I just, I, you know, Ryan brought to my attention that the mouse that I was using on my computer while we were recording these things was too loud. So I got, it's very cheap. Uh, uh, a silent mouse. Okay. So when you click it, yeah, I, I nothing, saw, nothing I going saw that on. I came in. I put those pieces together so, myself. So it's a, so it's a, um, the name of it was some arbitrary lettering like M three three zero mouse. Okay. I had it. Uh, I had it still in the packaging, out on the coffee, uh, or out on the dining room table, waiting to bring it in here. I cut it out of the packaging as he's walking by. He looks down at it while the packaging's in the garbage, and he goes. Is that the M three three zero mouse? Oh, okay. Oh, that's a that's a great model. I love that one. That's such a good model. And he walks away, and I'm like, oh, well, thanks, man. I'm glad I got your seal of approval in my head. I'm like, this mother bleeper. Yeah, yeah. And what the, what the audience needs to understand is that he's going through this gamer uptick in his life, and that he thinks that that is the coolest thing in the world is mm-hmm. knowing technology. And oh man, well, that's the age where you think knowing anything is cool. You're like right about having that. the information. Like, oh, is that the M three three zero? Oh, qu- wow. Now, now, quick question. When does that end, Tyler? I don't know. Listen, when it comes to having a kid sitting on Craigslist for at least eight months, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that puts sexy in dyslexia. To my left, the electrician who strips to make ends meet, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, 
H-Y-B-B? I don't know the first thing about electricity. <laughs> well, <laughs> or stripping. <laughs> well, nonetheless, pop that coochie tether. <clears throat> I was I was doing okay. That's actually not great. That's a lie. I am not doing so well, Ryan. Why do you say that? You, I, you I, seem to have been chipper today. I am just, I'm, I'm riddled with depression. Really? Yeah. Well, you're faking it well, and I appreciate that just for being around the house. Absolutely. It's like my toe. I don't want to bring you down with my, sor- my stories of woe. Oh, it's like your toe. Tyler, Tyler did the kindest thing that you could possibly imagine today. Mm. Okay. Now, let me start this off by telling you that I am a, a pussy when it comes to it's I don't even know it's the pain, but it's like operating. It's not a pussy. It's just you don't like seeing the insides of. Well, you don't like seeing most of the insides of the human body. I love seeing the inside. So I'm going to stop only right there. from certain or- angles. Yeah, <laughs> like a glass bottom boat, Tyler. But so Tyler had a big bloody bandage around his middle toe. And I said, Tyler, what is going on with your toe? And he's like, you don't want to know. Yep. Just looked up at it. I had already made a business decision to just say, I, we can't, Ryan came into my head as I was cleaning it up. And I'm like, Ryan's going to ask about this. And I'm going to tell him, you don't want to know. And I immediately took the bait. I said, Tyler, thank you so much. And we had a conversation where I said, you're, I'm looking at you like you're a superhero right now, because every time somebody who knows that I'm a pussy, uh, they, they know they have a story that they know is going to make me cringe. They cannot wait to tell it to me. Mm -hmm. And you showed some restraint and you are a God amongst men. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I, it's because of my chiseled marble esque abs. Correct. That's you're like David come to life. He's got a small pee-pee, though. Yeah, like David come, come to life. All right. <laughs> On today's show, the people versus Tyler Menendez. Oh, that, that I didn't I didn't gather my defensive strategy. I'm upset about it, too. And you will have your day in court. That is not a joke. Can I seduce the jury? Uh, it's a well-hung jury, Permission. so we're going to find out. <laughs> Permission to seduce? Juror number nine. And later on today's show, Ryan, I got a lot of bad news and some of it is about death and arrests and later on today's show. Sorry, Ryan. Okay, no problem. We're going to get that down, you and I. Tyler, um, we got a lot going on right now, you and me. We're working around the clock. We're de- This is our first week of being down to one episode a week. How are you feeling about it, Tyler? Has it has had it changed your week in any way? Did, what, was it weird not recording a show? Yeah, I feel like coming into this show, I felt almost... Um What's the word? I felt like we hadn't done this in so such yeah. a long time. Know. You know, it had only been a week, but I'm like, man, it's been such a long time since we've recorded anything. And I feel the masses need to hear my voice. Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise, how are they going to know how to jump off that cliff? Now, let's go. I, I will tell you that I use my week. Um, man, I'm learning how to do all this video editing and I'm putting in the work and I'm, I'm figuring it out piece by piece. And we'll be back Two times a week to drive you uh, completely insane before you even know it. And you can tell us all about it in the deep end. (laughs) What the depression index is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, Tyler. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. How you doing this week, brother, even though you already told us. And I assume you're going to bounce back. Uh, you mean today during yeah. the show? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, absolutely not. All right. Damn it. I am at. Ooh. Ow. <laughs> I need a poncho. Eight, seven. Ah. This is like a Gallagher concert. I'm at an eight. 
Well, I noticed you slowed down on a lot of the stuff that was making you happy there, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. The some, exercise and the, the all that kind of stuff. Meditation, e maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah. I find it, uh, some days I wake up and I find it hard to live my life. Yeah, I understand. Well, do you know anything, anything a difference between that time and this time? Between that time and yeah, this time? Just, oh, what do you mean? Because I know you still felt the same way then. How come you were able to, and I'm asking to just try to understand from your perspective. Yeah. What was different back when you were on it five, six, seven days a week? Uh, when I'm when I'm really low, I am just sapped of all energy. Mm -hmm. You know, I just I feel like I can't get off the couch. It's a fight just to you know go to the bathroom. And then back then, I felt like I had so much energy that I was gonna like burst. Do you think that it's psychological? Oh, I'm sure a, yeah. a healthy percentage of it is sure. Huh? Manic and depressive. You don't usually get that in one spot. All right, <clears throat> I guess I'm gonna. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna gay it up, I assume. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this zeppelin and I'm gonna light it on fire, Tyler. Oh, good. You know it burns like. Yes, it, when I pee. You're right. I had. So I don't want to say a breakthrough because that's a that's an oversimplification of it. But I had something hit me this week that I thought was very interesting. You tell me what you think. F loving yourself. Everybody talks about loving yourself and how important that is. I think that we need to change that. I think that what I what we need to start concentrating on is respecting ourselves. In other words, if I say to you, love yourself, how do you do that? I don't know how you do that. Honestly, I don't. But if I say to you, learn to respect yourself, how do you do that? You do that by making good decisions for future you. This sounds really stupid, okay? Because most of the things that I say are, but in the night before, when I set up all my coffee stuff, so it's 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. I just flipped the switch. I genuinely feel appreciation to myself from last night. It's mm. a little thing that I did for myself. And I think we need to get over this loving ourselves and we need to start making decisions that help us respect ourselves. With that being said, I'm at a 12. No, I'm just kidding. I'm at a 2. Yeah, Tyler. I was totally right. You gate up the place. I gate it all up. There's there's chartreuse over there and oh. periwinkle blue over there. Oh, what is this maroon doing here? Oh my goodness, is this a lace doily? You sons of bitches. Maroon macaroon. That is not a thing, Palindrome. <laughs> now. <laughs> Now, Tyler, we've got a lot going on, and I have what I think is probably going to be a long peril today. So I just want to go ahead and I want to slide right into it. I know that everybody, this has just been something that is picking up steam. This is just something that people have been clamoring for. This is something that people have been emailing me, asking me to send them chunks of my hair, Tyler, which I'm starting to, I'm starting to consider. Where are you getting the hair from? It, I mean, it depends upon what sort of pay bracket you want to be in. What, <laughs> it's, what, <laughs> it's a tiered monthly membership. Tyler, what stratosphere do you want to be launched into, my friend? What are you ready for? That's the question. $10,000 a month and you can harvest the hair yourself. It's weird that the more expensive it is, the smaller amount of hair that you get. But it's like going to a nice restaurant. The plates just keep getting smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. They're smeared with some sort of liquid that you can't really place. It depends on how rare the material That's is. Exactly right. yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's, uh, you know... Just like truffles, I have pigs that sniff this shit. So with all that being said, Tyler. We can review. What is running through your mind right now? Let's cannonball into peril. This is peril. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite game, Peril. I am your host, Ryan Menendez, and it's so great to see you guys back. This is the game that I made up all by myself, and nobody else has ever helped me do it. Nobody else has done anything like it. And this is the way that it works, Tyler. I'm going to ask you, well, excuse me, I'm going to state the answer to a question. You are going to have to give me the question, okay? Yeah, I got it. What's what's the matter? You don't this, this game is purposely stacked against me. See, you know what? That is the song of the loser, Tyler. And you're not going into this. Get your head on straight, buddy. Come How on. How can I? Come walk over here. Let me smack you on the ass, Tyler. Let's get it. Let's get into the game, buddy. All right. Are you ready? Let's dive into peril. Here are your categories today, Tyler. Here are your categories. So far, so today we have intensive care unit tyler an intensive care unit is in parentheses maybe it's a hint maybe it's a clue we have locked up abroad could it be because the first letters are icu shut the fuck up (laughs) and finally stop hammer time tyler Mm. stop hammer time i'll take uh stop hammer time for a thousand alex i mean ryan who the f is alex tyler sorry All right, stop hammer time. Tyler, you and I live together, and and what I've really been trying to do is to make it a point to not air our dirty laundry when we're on the show. Really? Yes, I have. It's much appreciated. Now, with that being said, here is the answer. Tyler, do you swear to tell the truth Nothing but the truth, so help you, uh, you know, whatever you believe in, uh, you know, trees and shit or whatever. I do. Oh, Tyler got it. I am impressed. Okay, so now, like I said, I don't want to get our squabbling involved on the show because that's not interesting. This is what Ryan says before he gets our squabbling involved in the show. That's actually kind of true. My plan is to fix these minor disputes by being judge, plaintiff, and jury. Welcome to Sheeple's Court, Tyler. It's the weirdest crossover I've ever seen. Case number one. The defendant, Tyler, 32, has been accused by Ryan, 38, of using unnecessarily large Tupperware. He claims it's an obstruction of life. This is the case of the Storage Wars. Okay, so I see here that you have been charged with using stupid-ass Tupperware containers. It says here that they take up twice the amount of room because they have place for sides. You have been accused, Mr. Menendez, of never eating sides. Defendant, how do you plead? Uh, I plead not guilty, Your Honor, because I do eat sides. Oh, you do eat sides? I do say. eat sides. Oh, okay, would you would you elaborate on, on the, the sides that you do eat? Well, the roommate that I live with cooks rice, and I just steal that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, we're going to need to take a quick break, and we're all going to come back in here. And, okay, actually, I don't. That's double, that's double jeopardy. I don't think I can hit you for that right now. Uh, plaintiff? Plaintiff, do you have anything do you want to say about this? Well, I I will tell you, they do not fit in the fridge. They do not fit in the dishwasher. And I don't ever see him eating any sides. I would suggest that it's just excess, much like his whiteboard, Your Honor. Okay, defendant, how do you you respond to that? 
first of all, I would like I would ask the opposing lawyer to pick a goddamn accent. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> Why I never just pick a southern state that you're from and stay there. Damn. <laughs> Mr. Menendez, please stick. Please stick to the. Please stick to what we're talking I'm about. I'm sorry, Your Honor. Badgering the the, the plaintiff. <laughs> um, Your Honor, I eat sides. They fit in the dishwasher. Voice crack, and they fit in the refrigerator. All those things that the opponent said are lies. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna. Ref, I'm gonna. Ref, I'm gonna review all of the evidence. I'm looking it over. Um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to say guilty. You just glance at your iPad. Case number two. The plaintiff, Ryan, who is an out-of-work radio DJ, has refused the defendant, Tyler, who is also an out-of-work radio DJ, of calling him old. This is the case of Red Light, Green Light. All right. Now, let me see. Now, now Mr. Menendez, if I am reading this correctly... You laughed at the plaintiff because he couldn't figure out whether the TV was on or not. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, it says here that you said that when the red light was on, so is the TV. Is that correct? That's not what I said. I'm, I'm just reading to you what I got here in front of me. Is that correct? Did you say that or did you? No, I and, did not. And may I remind the defendant that he is under oath. I did not say that. I said the light is on and the TV is off. Well, Your Honor, if I may, if I may interject, and I do know a thing or two about playground law, I have heard the story otherwise. And the word on the street is that Mr. Menendez here is a stupid doo-doo head. And I've heard word on the street that this lawyer, this Southern <laughs> Down Home South lawyer, is actually a Latino man. I, well, I, I do declare. <laughs> I depend upon the the kindness of strangers, and I would like for the record to show that. Now, now, that, now, this is the problem, is that he's always trying to turn it into something else. Now, he said that when the red light was on, that the TV was on. I, there are millions of witnesses, and not only that, he did this in front of the plaintiff's family. He did it in front of his son, made him look like an idiot, and it has since been proved that that is incorrect. Your Honor, I would like to point out that the defendant... Um, looks like an idiot all on his own. He doesn't need my help. I would like to point out that you're the defendant. Guilty. Case three. The defendant, Tyler, a rat bastard, was charged with the responsibility of going out and getting McDonald's. The plaintiff, the hero here, states that he came home with everything except for his stuff. This is the case of open sesame. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mr. Menendez, I've got to tell you, this is pretty serious, and this is some pretty damning stuff. Uh, this could be considered a hate crime in some countries, what I'm looking over. Defendant, I mean, how do you plead? It's I'm guilty, Your Honor. It was an accident. <laughs> I didn't check the bag before I left. I know I was wrong. I know. Now, Your Honor, if I may please step in here for a moment, and I do appreciate him throwing at the court's mercy. Now, that is fair. I will say in his defense, which I know is very weird for the plaintiff to try to help the defendant. <laughs> We're all over the place. It's a kangaroo court. I, I hope that's okay. Uh, he did not look in the bag, but that is not standard procedure I'm, in the Menendez household, so I will give him that go. But he was handed a Coke when a Sprite was ordered with a see-through lid, Your Honor. He had every opportunity to make the connection. 
I'm going to put this in, in your all-knowing hands, Your Honor, because you look great. Your ass is just straight up popping in that robe, and I would like to do sit-ups on your face without using my hands, if you know what I'm talking about. Your Honor, may I just say something in front of the court here? Shut up, you idiot! He's talking about my popping ass! I agree with that last thing he I'm going to put you to death the moment that I have a chance. Go ahead. What would you like to say, you idiot? I would just like to point out that when I was sitting there, I did not realize that the two cheeseburgers were not in the bag. I had no idea. Uh-huh. However, However, oh, yeah. I did obviously realize that certainly it was winning me over. So go ahead. It was three Cokes that were there and I was too uncomfortable to ask for a Sprite. <laughs> Off with his head! Glitch in the matrix. Off with his head, you son of a bitch! I didn't even know that! I'm so guilty of that one. That was only round one of peril. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. I can't imagine that that was interesting to anyone but you and me, but that was fun. All right, Tyler. Our two categories that we have left is intensive care unit, and it's in quotation marks. Don't look too deeply into that. Mm. And also locked up abroad, Tyler. Uh, I would like locked up abroad for 100. Locked up abroad for 100, Tyler. This condition made a criminal famous after being arrested in... Utrecht, a city in central Netherlands. Um, this can, I, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Well, listen, you've, you've already guessed one. You're close. You're a one and oh, I don't think you've ever been one and oh before. Do you want to even give it a go? I'll read it to you again, please. This condition made a criminal famous after being arrested in central Netherlands. Uh, what is hypoxia? You, I, please don't just make words up, okay? I do not like that. The answer that we were looking for is, what is being a bird, Tyler? What is being a bird? What? Uh, uh, let me explain. The Dutch police, which are known as... Polizzi. Polizzi. Nailed it. Polizzi. Jailed a bird who chose to shoplift along with his owner. Okay, so the owner shoplift while bringing his bird around. Well, you know what they say, you are who you hang out with. So if if you're, you know, if you're flapping around with the wrong people and you're in a, a murder when you should be in a flock, then that's on you. I try to teach my son that all the time. Okay, first of all, that didn't make sense. Murders are crows. Second of all... And what are crows, Tyler? <laughs> Shut up, you... <laughs> Murderous virgin. <laughs> I've totally had sex. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know why, but I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can we just okay. move on to the third thing? The bird was on the shoulder of his treacherous counterpart when he was arrested. Now, it was a petty theft, so the bird may be released on bond soon, but the police released the photo on Instagram, and I got to be honest, I you know, just kind of having fun with it. And I just wish that everybody would try to, I just think that would make the world a better place. If, mm. if like, you know, Ryan is going to show me the photo. I am. I'm fine. I don't know why I didn't transfer over with the, everything else. Hold on. I am now showing Tyler the picture of the bird in the Dutch prison that the police sent out. Thank God they gave him a sandwich. Yeah, they gave him some bread. But why Why is he in a jail cell? 
uh, because they didn't have a bird cage. And when the guy left, they ended up letting him take his bird. But I, what I'm upset that you didn't notice is that in this picture, and I couldn't pull it up all the right way because uh-huh. I'm an idiot. They blacked out his eyes. Is that true? They put a little tiny black bar over his little, right above his little tiny Oh feet. my God, yeah. that's great. Those Dutch police just have a good sense of humor. They really it, do. It seems. And I will tell you this. I bet you they pistol whip that bird. If you are going to shoplift, don't you want to be less noticeable? Yeah. Like, I think a bird on your shoulder, you're kind of going against what you're supposed to be doing. You're walking around looking like a pirate, like Pirate Steve, you know? Like, come on, man. Leave your bird at home. Put the things in your pants. And then when they ask you, sir, is that something in your pants? You just say, no, I'm happy to see you. No, it's just my pecker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you know what a pirate's favorite letter is? I'm going to say R, but it's actually going to be something else. You know, a lot of people think that it's R, but his first love was actually the C. I just want to win this game, man. Well, you're one and one, Tyler. So this is, I I mean, this is as good as you've ever done. Yeah, except the third one is always impossible. Could you please just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, Tyler? I don't even think I own a pair of boots. We're going to get you some straps and some boots. Strap them on, Tyler. Finally intensive care unit Tyler this oddly specific fear swept over a young Ryan Menendez while he was in the bathroom can you uh can you read that one more time for me Tyler this oddly specific fear swept over a young Ryan Menendez while he was in the bathroom because here's the deal I have a plethora of fears that I've had throughout my life. And yeah, still do. So I need, oh yeah. So I, I wanted to sharpen this one down to a very fine point. It's a fear that I had in the bathroom, Tyler. That you, oh man. I don't have this one anymore. Okay. I don't think. That your wiener was going to fall off. <laughs> the case of the disappearing wiener. <laughs> Oh, you're damn thinking, it, Alex. You're, you're thinking of Sheeple's Court, Tyler. That's an entirely <laughs> different show. The answer, uh-huh. and this is totally true, and, and I want to know if other people have anything like this when you're a little kid and your mind works totally differently. I always had this fear that somebody or some buddies were behind the mirror watching me. I don't mean through a video camera. I mean like there was like a du- like a two-way mirror and people were back on the other side like comparing notes like like scientists like watching me. I've had that thought before. Yeah. For sure. Right. And and I don't know how that worked in the 3D capacity of like, you know, behind this wall is outside, but yeah. you know, little me was a fucking idiot. O- almost like you're in a uh like a cage being studied by scientists. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like mm-hmm. like uh like a goldfish. Like an MK Ultra kind of situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, except like, they have not been feeding me my acid. I don't, if I think back on my memories when I was a little kid, I feel like they might've been feeding me my acid. I was a fucking weirdo. Can you, and I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh-huh. Can you think of anything like that where you just like, it's just was such a weirdly, and think about it. If you get, maybe you'll listen to this and then come back next week with I it. thought, I'll give you something right now. Awesome. I, I, I'm afraid now because whenever you have this much confidence, it's always terrifying. It's gonna, it's gonna shock and awe the audience, but it's pretty terrible. But I'm totally kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tyler, I can't take any more of these, Tyler. I can't take any more you of these. You know we're recording this. We can just edit anything out. No. This, this isn't a live stream, I, Tyler? 
Why haven't I been using r- racial epithets? I, uh, you have. We've been editing them out. Thank God. We, um, I know. You know, I at, at certain times in my life, I've felt very much like Truman on Truman Show. I feel like there's like cameras following yeah. me almost. Yeah. You know, and you know, and it pops up every once in a while. But some, you know, something like that. I will tell you, and you saying that presses on a button in my mind. Mm-hmm. I. And I mean, I think it deals in some of the narcissism that we're seeing in the world today. And I think that I definitely have some narcissistic qualities, especially growing up. Good thing I got all that fixed. Thank God. Have you heard my podcast? Uh, I talk about that all the time on my podcast. But the idea is... I used to feel like that too. When I would leave the house, like the whole world stopped what they were doing to watch me as if I were in mm-hmm. some type of movie. And I think you're seeing that more and more. Oh, yeah. Well, simply because, you know, people can record themselves and if people want to go watch them, they can watch them immediately. Like you have this technology to reinforce that thought now. Yeah, you're exactly. And, and it, it's, you're exactly right is what I was going to say. I always leave my sentences Open just in case. Like it, like it. Always leave the back door open, Tyler. Well, that's something else. I, I stand by that. That's mm. one of my tenants. Mm. Uh, I have one more example of that, which is something that I still, to some degree, suffer with today. I have a fear that when I'm leaving a public bathroom, as I'm reaching for the door that always mm. comes in, somebody is going to kick it like like a SWAT team coming into the bathroom mm-hmm. and it's going to shatter my fingers in a cartoonish way that they're all pointing in different directions. Yeah, yeah, like that guy from Scary Movie where you won't, like all your fingers will be just like curled up. Grab a strong hand. And, and but the, I will say this, the thing with that is it's a, it's a legitimate possibility. Like it's not even like impossible. It's Why a, would somebody go into the bathroom like that? I'm not saying it's impossible, but have you ever seen it once in your life? Uh, no. No, I have not. <laughs> but I will say it's a lot more believable to my mind than somebody on the opposite side of the mirror watching you in your own house. I'm still not sure and, about that as one. As they're floating a floor above the, the ground, the open air. Do you remember on Session Zero when I had that ongoing thing where I thought somebody was breaking into my house and turning my appliances on to let me know that I was there and they were going to kill me? Yes. I'm not sure that that wasn't true. Yes. The appliance slasher, remember that? I do remember that. It was the dumbest idea for a, a horror movie I've ever heard. He would ride into the into the room on a Roomba with mm-hmm. a with a knife in his teeth and it, just blood dripping off of his face. It was an all-day affair considering that thing moves one mile an hour. It was nice of him to do my laundry for me before that whole thing got started. These two are so messy, I swear. <laughs> before I chop them into little pieces, this place is getting cleaned. Look at this room. I am going to kill them. <laughs> All right, now Tyler and I are going to go upstairs. We're going to check our closets. We're going to make sure that the, the, the appliance slasher isn't here to kill us. We're going to come back and we're going to entertain you. Those guys. I agree, but if somebody's attacking my town and they're going to burn me alive, penis or no penis, I'm going to go fight. You hate. It's said like a man with no penis. Those guys, those guys, those guys, those And guys, we are guys, back, Tyler. Back, baby. On the, you know, what I've realized is that every time that we come back from the, the break, now we're doing this rhyme thing and we've really gotten into it. Mm-hmm. How do we break free of this? I don't want this anymore. I want to, I want to end it. You're asking to stop? I, I mean, I, I just, there's got to be something better that we could do. There's, I mean, I think there's only one word that rhymes with back. You could pop that coochie. 
I could put, okay, yes, I could pop. That's your answer to everything is mm-hmm. Ryan. Pop, hey, oh, this building's on fire. Ryan, pop that coochie. I feel world peace could be could be found easily, might I add, just by everybody just stopping for a second, taking a deep breath, and popping their coochie, just Ryan. Everybody just give us a world piece of that coochie. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'm just kind of putting it out there into the universe. Maybe there's something that we could do. Maybe there's a better rhyme. Maybe there's a better time. Maybe there's a better crime, Tyler. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I'm asking the hard-hitting questions, and I have a gavel. I just wanted to apologize to everybody because um, the quality of this episode sound-wise might not be so good, and that's just because we're having some technical difficulties, but I promise by next week you will hear that. Sexy sound of our baritone voices. The sweet, dulcet tones of our voices. What happened is, is that Tyler was caught napping and then Ryan had to rush in and save everything. And we'll talk about it on our next shot at, P- at Sheeple's Court, Tyler. Will we? Are we really going to talk about it? Because that is not how it went down. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. Pretty sure it didn't you're go down that way. Plan around. I, you know, you're in charge of technology. I'm in charge of content. Here we got plenty of stuff to talk about, but nowhere to do it, Tyler. We don't have a, a place to a hub that would record our voice and where we could we could we could jettison it out to our hot throbbing loins of our peoples, Tyler. Ryan, even if we didn't have a computer or any way to get the sound out to our audience, that would not stop you from talking. I would write it down on a piece of paper and hand <laughs> deliver it to everybody's house like a manifesto. Just paper planes that just shoot them out the window one at a time. Can I talk to you about my savior? <laughs> Tyler, I would like for you to talk to me about your savior. In by that, I mean the good, the bad, and the interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, God, I love this music. Oh, so good, Ryan. Let's just jump right into it. For our good, let's head on over to Crazy Town, USA. Now we're gonna check on everyone's favorite crazy bigoted uncle that you never invite to family gatherings, but always shows up anyway. Alex Jones, conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, right-wing, nutbag, conspiracy theorist. Nut job, like extremist right-wing. Not that he is just your everyday right-winger. He is an extremist of the crazy kind. He's on the steroids of extremity. That is a perfect Uh, way to say it. And I listened to a podcast on Behind the Bastards of his... uh, of his rise and his fall, and he's a very interesting character, how he ended up where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you got going on? This is, just so our audience has an idea, for those of you who don't know who he is, this is the guy who claimed he had official government documents proving the U.S. government was using chemical weapons on its own population to turn people gay. Like rainbow chemtrails, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. did he ever show these these documents? No, much like the guy who invented Mormonism, you're not allowed to look at the tablets, otherwise your head will explode. Well, I mean, that makes sense. He's just trying to keep you safe, Tyler. I don't understand why that bothers you so much. <laughs> if you watch, if you look at this, these documents, you will become homosexual, Ryan. Uh, Too late. Let me see it. Just let me take a little glance. <laughs> you better get that wiener ready. Well, you'll be pleased to hear that he is now reaping the consequences of his actions. Not only is Jones being sued by the families of the victims of Sandy Hook, but he's also being by being sued by the lawyer that represents those families. Now, why is he being sued by the by people from Sandy Hook, which was a which was a school massacre, mm-hmm. much like Columbine, uh, what ten years ago? Maybe ten years. I believe it was two thousand and twelve, so eight mm. to ten years ago. And I like 
dozens of children. Elementary, ele elementary school children. Elementary school children. Right. And he claimed that it was all fake, it was all staged, and that led his extremist viewership to harass the families of the victims of Sandy Hook. Right. So he said that it was a coup, if I'm remembering this correctly. It was all by, fake. Much like 9-11, by by the government to restrict our our freedoms with our with our gun control Correct. and all Patriot Act and whatnot. Correct. Uh, but my, unlike our government, who who do you harass in that in that sense? These these families are right there. Anybody can look up their information yeah. and, and harass yeah. them. You can't exactly call up the Oval Office and prank call Trump. I want to talk to the Pentagon. <laughs> I am a very important person. Have you ever seen Independence Day? I'm like that long haired scientist. The one who gets eaten by the alien? Who gets pushed up against the oh, against the yeah. glass? Yeah. God, that was sexy. Mm. I mean, scary. You still have the same tone in your voice. Oh God, I was scared. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> so the oh, Jesus, the family's lawyer. His name is Christopher Matei. He is also suing Jones. Um, the old pylon. After Jones turned over his emails in the investigation between the families and himself. So wait, Alex Jones turned over his emails to the investigators about Sandy Hook. About they're, Sandy they're Hook. They're investigating the Sandy Hook claims. He gave the, his emails by because he was ordered to. They're, they're claiming, hey, this guy said these things and now we're being harassed. Okay. Now the inspectors came over and said, give us your emails. We want to see what you're saying. We want to check the, the, the validity of that. And, and okay. what, what you're Got saying it. behind the scenes privately. Got you it. Know? Okay, so what happened? So, obviously, the, all the viewership got together and had a rational, believable conversation about this 2020 bro we're growing into our own we're figuring out how to communicate absolutely no i'm just kidding he turned over his emails and child pornography was found in the metadata which is basically just leftover information stuff that's been erased mm -hmm. well that's that's 2020 all summed up in a gif so naturally jones accused the lawyer of sending it to him to frame him i mean that's a ball's move. Yeah, I mean, well, what else are you gonna say? Ah, you got me. You got me. Could you could you bookmark that? I mean, you're just going through all my data. You're not saving anything. Now, not only did Jones mention Matei personally, this is where it gets crazy. Not only did Jones mention Matei personally, he had a photo of Matei on his show, which he banged on and said, "You're trying to, you know, you've seen him speak. You're trying to set me up with child porn. One million dollars, you little gang members. One million dollars to put your head on a pike. I'm going to kill. Anyway, I'm done. Total war. You want it? You got it. That's some Joe Exotic shit. He's he said that to his followers who are ready for for." Murder. Now, has that $1 million been collected yet? And uh, I'm asking for a friend, Tyler. <laughs> and by the way, where would one buy a pike? It's <laughs> like Game of Thrones shit out here. So he's still in the middle of legal battle, but it looks like his empire is being torn away from him. And Free Alex! I've, I mean... We're trying to figure out who, what's right here, Tyler. We don't know I mean, what's this, going on. This man lost custody of his children. He, he's, he's a very troubled individual, yeah. and he goads... Uh, other people on just to make a quick buck. Well, and he's unhappy and he wants to spread that unhappiness outward. And he's doing it. Much as unhappiness works. Like us. Yeah. Have you downloaded our podcast lately? Now, Ryan, this is a special GBI because this is actually a GBBI. There's two stories that I really had to get to. Bubble butt. Sure. Okay. For our first bad, Ryan, for our first of two bads, let's talk about Judge 
Esther Salas. Does that name ring a bell, Ryan? Judge Esther Salas. I'm unfamiliar. Five days ago, a man by the name of Roy Hollander pulled up to her home dressed as a FedEx driver. Her son opened the door and was immediately shot through the heart, dying instantly. Her husband was next. He was hit, but it, uh, has survived. Judge Salas was down in the basement of her home and came out uh, came out of the whole ordeal unscathed. Now, Mr. Hollander was a self-described anti-feminist lawyer. This guy could have been the poster child for incels. Okay. He sued his local clubs and bars. This is true. He sold, uh, sued his local clubs and bars over ladies' night due to him claiming it was discriminatory. So... He's just a good old time to be around. Yeah, he's he's like, one of those guys that you want to go to Hooters with, and he's like, I could work here. I should work here. Exactly. I can fit in those shorts. Yep. Anyway, and we probably shouldn't be laughing due to the nature of the story. Yeah, that's terrible about the case. <laughs> it is. It really is. George Salas ruled over a case brought about by Mr. Hollander, and after a year, eventually ruled against him. Now, it's very easy to look at this and say this guy had a vendetta against this judge, so on and so forth. Nobody mentioned, I, this is the real issue. I read multiple articles on this from multiple news sources and could only find two, Washington Post and CNN, that only touch on the fact Judge Salas is also providing over the Deutsche Bank Epstein case. Okay. They are taking people out left and right. When they killed Epstein, they also killed Trump's personal lawyer that tied Epstein to him. Oh, they are killing people left and right. Yes, they and, are. And now Judge Judge Salas is under U.S. Marshal Protection 24-7. Wow. What's going on with this Elaine Maxwell? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Although, is she breathing or? Uh, as far as we know. Uh -huh. However, did you see <laughs> Did you see Trump come out and wish her well? No, I, I, I don't know. They, they, he came out and, and she, and they asked him, what do you think about, what would you say to her, you know, being Epstein's right-hand man or his boss, if anything? And he says, well, I wish her well. I hope she's doing okay. Well, there's all sorts of pictures of them together, isn't there? And now people are, are saying is, I think that's just code for, hey, don't say anything. Let us get you out or let us kill you. Yeah. It just, uh, you, oh, you got something on your shirt. Come over here. So we'll see how that goes. Ryan, for our second bad, let's discuss secret police. No, kids, not the boogeymen from yesteryear. I mean in the here and now. Slenderman? Yes. <laughs> All right. Slenderman. All right. It's about time he got some friends. Groups of militarized police have not only been uh, clashing with protesters after being deployed in Portland. You'll be terrified to know that they are uh, also being deployed to other cities across the U.S., so it's sort of like a tour. Yes. All right. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. A now is this like police a tour. like a stub hub? Like how do I get in on this? Yes. I want evil as Ticketmaster. I want to be sitting up front when this happens. The ACLU is even suing the federal and Portland police for attacking medics during the protest. That's right, folks. If you were wondering how you would fare in Germany in the early to mid 1930s, you may very well get your chance to find out. Well, listen, if you want to shut a village down, you poison the wells, Tyler. Well, I'm just saying is that if you ever wondered, I would have hit Jews in the 1930s, you're probably going to get a chance to find out soon. If you were to wonder what? What was that, that you said? People, if you ever talk about World War II and people say, you know, general generalizing, I would have hid Jews during uh, World oh, War II. I would have hid Jews. Hid okay, Jews during World War II. I would have hid them. 
you know, maybe. But maybe who, and who are the Jews in this scenario? Mexicans, black people. I mean, who knows? Who are they coming for next? All right. Well, this is uh, this has been fun. <laughs> I told you. It so was far, too, I'm really enjoying myself. Too bad. Ryan, let's do interesting. Get me the fuck out of here. Ryan, yes. well, I mean, you, they, you do know that secret police are pulling people off the streets in unmarked vans. The police officers, police officers. I've never seen it. Are not, are not labeled. They, you no name, no rank, no nothing. And they're just out on the street. Love it. Yep. Ryan, Florida is popular in the scientific community. It's about time somebody talks about Florida. That's right. Finally, something that isn't embarrassing coming out of Florida, Ryan. Us? Marine biologists and other scientists have flocked to the Florida Gulf Coast to study a new phenomenon dubbed the green banana. No idea why. It is a sinkhole. It's called a plantain, you idiot. It's delicious. <laughs> it is a sinkhole on the bottom of the ocean floor, 425 feet deep. Where where in Florida is this? Right out on the Gulf Coast. Okay. I don't know the exact location, okay. but... It is 425 feet deep uh, or 130 meters for our international fans. Switch over. You know you want it. Now, we can't dive that far. Human beings can't dive that far naturally. Now, is that to where you get to the top of the sinkhole or are you talking about the bottom of the sinkhole? That is the ocean floor right. where the sinkhole has Starts. appeared. Yeah. So when you look down, 420 feet down, all you see is a bright blue hole where ground is supposed to be. So it's a portal into who knows what. Listen to me. And I've been saying this for a long time. The ocean is evil and we need to attack it. It's just sitting there in, in us letting it uh, survive alongside of us. It's like that lady who had the orangutan and gave it wine and Xanax. Sooner or later, this ocean is going to rip our fucking faces off. That's a true story. There was a lady who gave monkey wine and Xanax? There was a lady who, it sounds to me. That, poor, it, is that poor ape. Uh, well, or that happy ape. I mean, it, it's, if you see its Instagram, it looked like it was fucking living it up. But it, uh, this lady just seems very lonely to me. Yeah. And she w would like party with this chimpanzee and feed it, you know, pharmaceuticals. And one day it literally ripped the skin off her face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just, wow. Talk about taking it to a dark place, Ryan. Uh, this is GBBB. Yes, that's right. We can review because I want to find out yeah, about that story. That's actually an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, so just to wrap this up, I want the audience to imagine a sinkhole. Everybody has seen a sinkhole on Earth. I'm thinking back to a, a website I saw earlier today. No, no, yeah. no. Sinkhole in the actual ground. Already thinking about my thing. And, but this is on the ocean floor. Right. So basically what you, what we perceive to be where the floor should begin, there should be nothing below yeah. that except yeah. more floor. Yeah. Yeah. There is an open expanse of who knows what. Maybe a crab. If you're feeling fucking crazy, maybe a crab. I'm just saying they've already discovered two dead but still intact small tooth sawfish, which is an endangered species. The holes are too deep to dive to and too small across to get an automated submersible through. So they have to pick at the outside of it and try to study the microbes to determine what is in there. That's disgusting. And I will tell you, going back into something we were talking about earlier, I have a severe fear of the ocean, especially the open ocean at night is what I don't know what's under me. It's the scariest effing thing. I mean, of course, I would rather that than being buried alive, but it ain't too far, man. No, absolutely. And that was GBBBI. Excellent job, Tyler. Thank you. And going back to what you said, I have no problem with the open ocean, but I have genuinely considered this and given it some thought since writing down that story. 
if I'm floating in the ocean and I look down and there is a second ocean separated yeah. by some yeah. magic portal, yeah. that would really throw me off. That yeah. would really make me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've seen, what was that? Pacific Rim. There, we know a monster's gonna burst through there eventually and just destroy our towns. Wait a minute. I think that's the movie that I was watching earlier. Pacific Rim. I think that's it. You're not, you're thinking of something different. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something gross. I was. Yeah, I know. Subtly. I know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Very subtle. You don't get the show. <laughs> All right, Tyler. That was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. That Thank was a, you. That was a great GBBBI mm -hmm. for... for uh, Sorry for de de uh, depressing everybody yeah, out there. Yeah, that's what they come here for, Tyler. Hey, once the secret police show up and feed you your daily requirement of meds, you will feel like a million bucks. I would rather have a full frontal lobotomy than a... Bottle in front of me, Tyler. I did that so wrong. Damn it. <laughs> Tom Waits, I am so sorry about that. Tyler, I have a new little thing that I would like to try out. He okay? just heard that. He's like, you keep my name out your goddamn mouth. Pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and his name's a full sentence. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, it yeah, is. Just thought I'd point that out. Mm -hmm. Now, as is customary in our world that we live in that nobody else wants to be a part of, mm -hmm. I have made up some music for this new segment. So... When I do this in the future, I will not play it and listen to it all the way through, but I just want everybody to experience for the first time, this is my new segment, this is the theme music, I hope you enjoy it. Talkin' morality with Tyler Menendez. Talkin' morality with Tyler Menendez. What will he say? What will he do? Even when he tells us, will we know that it is true? Talkin' morality with Tyler Menendez. This is just a test to prove his psyche's in a mess right now. Well, I'm already on the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> what could make you defensive about that, Tyler? This is ridiculous. All right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> Let's see where this winds up. <laughs> Why are you always on guard, Tyler? Jeez, what a terrible world that you live in. I will admit to the audience, I do appreciate you giving me a heads up so I could just get myself mentally right. Well, you know what happened before all this, before we kicked it off today, um, I told Tyler, hey, listen, I'm going to do a thing on the show with you. I, what I was actually talking about was the court thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, and I, because what happens is sometimes with Tyler, I will, you know, because nothing on there was actually something that you would be upset about. No, no, no. It was funny. But you, when I bring up something like, hey, Tyler, I want to talk to you about something you did in here or out there. A lot of times, like we joked about today, you become the statue. Can I tell you something? Even though you warned me ahead of time when you said it, my brain forgot it for just a split second and my butthole pucker up tightly that is what we're here for mm -hmm. we are here to puckle your butter uh now let's get into talking morality with tyler menendez tyler are you familiar with the shopping cart theory i am not now what the shopping cart theory is and this is totally the, I, I, i'm not pinning you down on anything here this is just a question the shopping cart is what some people think is the ultimate litmus test for whether or not a person is capable of self-governing. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to read you this and it's a little long and it's a little dry, but it's going to, I want you to kind of get where we're at here. Okay. okay yeah. Now to I, I love it long and dry. So let's do this thing. 
I'm trying to figure out how that even works sexually. Long and dry? Who's talking about sexually, you weirdo? What Go you, on, well, start what, with your thing. What are you talking about? It was sexual. Yeah. I love it. Long, long and dry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, you fucking a donkey? To return... <laughs> in Tijuana. Now, to return... The shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, which, and this is what this says right here, that we all recognize is the correct, appropriate thing to do. Now, do you agree with that as a general consensus? Absolutely. I think there are certain things in society that we've all agreed, even though not everybody follows them, that's who we deem assholes. Um, yeah, I think there are certain rules like that where we expect that of you. So you, when, okay, so you take your cart, you push it out to your, to your cart. Now you put it in the trunk, do you put it in the back seat? What do you do with your groceries? I go back, I go front seat. Okay. Yeah. Front seat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm always buying, you know, just for one and a half people at right. the very most. Right. The, the gimp mm-hmm. that we don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, shut up. We'll be in there in a minute. <laughs> um, I'm a trunk guy. Not that any of this matters. I'm just trying to paint a picture here. Now right. you finished. Okay. Now it says here to return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is able to return their cart. Now, right there, I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know that me now taking my cart, pushing it all the way back up. I, I, I know people who listen to us throughout the world. We have Publix here. You may have a Piggly Wiggly mm-hmm. or a... A Wawa. A hey. Wawa. No, that's a gas station. Yeah, but you do shop in there. Wait, what sort of a pathetic... Mu- if you do your shopping at a Wawa, shut this shit off right now. No, I don't no. want you. No, we love you. No. We love you, Wawa people. No, we do not <laughs> love you, Wawa people. Only when, it's, when I'm talking, turn it down, and when Tyler's talking, turn it up. Don't listen to me, Wawa people. Now, I don't know that I agree that it's uh, it's the onus is on me to return a, sh- a shopping cart. There are people who are paid to do that. I mean, yeah, there are also people that are paid to pick up after you at a restaurant, but do you dump your leftover food on the table? Yes. Oh, you're a bitch. All right. No, I don't. And, and you're right about that. And I do. I'm sure that they do appreciate. I worked at a, at a and I'm sure they do appreciate the help. I worked at a grocery store and I would like going outside and collecting the shopping carts because nobody would, everybody would leave me alone for 10, 15 minutes. But that's you because you're lonely and hate society as a whole. Well, I didn't hate them. They just hated me. So I wanted to there be outside. There you go. All right. Let me keep reading here. Now, simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. That makes sense. Okay. Now, will you return your shopping cart? Or do you just put it on the little, you hang it up on a ledge? What do you do with your shopping cart? It, it the, My answer depends on my distance to the return lane. Um, now, you're saying a return lane as where they have a parking spot set up for the shopping carts. That's what you're talking about. Oh, you mean return it to the building? I, I... Who is this person who's writing this test, this <laughs> asshole? Trying to make the rest of us look bad. Who does that? <laughs> He's wearing a suit made out of his mom's skin, this psychopath. I, I, and I'm being dead honest here. I did that once during like when this whole pandemic thing started at Publix. Uh-huh. I returned it. I did that with this air of like, look how fucking look amazing look I am. I, am, I, am I hovering above the ground? I mean, I feel Jesus who? Now, it finally says here that this is where it all comes down to, and this is where we're at as a people. Mm -hmm. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal. An absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with the law and the force that stands behind it. Who is this person? I wrote wrote this, Tyler. That's stupid. It says the shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or bad member of society. So, Tyler, talking about morality, do you agree with the litmus test of the shopping cart? No, I think this person is stupid. 
it and now he doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, I feel like we're on the playground right now and I'm talking about like, no, you're a stupid idiot. You got boogers in your hair. Well, you're an expert at playground law. This should be right up your alley. Well, I am an expert at playground law. Was, was this my accent? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So so overall, we disagree with this. Oh, no, but the thing is, there are certain lanes uh -huh. to return your shopping cart. I will do that. Yeah. I will do absolutely. that. Absolutely. And if I'm not doing that, then I will put it up on the curb so it doesn't roll and smack somebody's car. And if I'm not doing that, then I'll just leave it precariously on the side of my car right. and it'll probably smack somebody else's. And if I'm not doing that, I'll push it directly into your car. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess we're kind of on the same page on this. Um, I have heard something about this before I read this, and it has made my wheels turn a little bit of, hey, if I could make somebody's life a little bit easier by inconveniencing myself, it's probably good for me. I absolutely agree, and yeah. I didn't even have that perspective of returning the cart, and now I do. Thanks a lot, asshole. Yeah, now it's stuck, and I'm sorry for infecting everybody with that and with chlamydia. Tyler... What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, is I'm not going to return my cart now, but now I've just been given extra anxiety added to my life. Yeah. Yeah. As if I don't feel bad enough about myself, Ryan. Now I get every time I go to Publix to buy necessary nutrients yes. to keep, to stay alive. Now I got to think about how much of a piece of crap I am. Well, you were doing that anyway. Now it's just giving you a different avenue. That's it, they're all. just compounding, Ryan. That's they're exactly compounding. Right. Compounding you from behind. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? If you're going to go shoplift, leave your pets at home, people. It's unfair what you're doing. Nah, that's a good point. Okay? Yeah. You don't have to do that. You're making your dog's life a little bit more rough. Your cat thinks you're a pussy. Something with Bird and Pecker, okay? I think that you guys need to start taking some accountability, okay? And I think that you need to get off this train and leave your pets at home when you're committing these rapes and murders and, and pillaging and, and, and just doing what you're doing. It's not fair, Tyler. It's not fair. Well, what about using your pet as a distraction to get away from uh, from approaching law enforcement? Kind of like birds at a, at a John Woo movie. Oh, that's you just a, throw it in their face and it disorients them. Uh, well, the birds, I think, would be, a, they'd see it coming a little bit. I think you got to do it with a handful of puppies. You just throw it up in the air and now they're doing that thing like in the commercial where they catch one on their head, one in each hand mm. and one with their nipples. Yeah, that's fair. Or you could throw a cat, claw up their face. How do you catch something with your nipples, Tyler? Um, I'll show you after the show. Well, then let's friggin' end this thing. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.